And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, broadcasting from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio. Hitnergroup.com is the best. Brand, all new. Junior went through it all, cleaned it up. Cleaned nice up what? information. Did a great job. Hitnergroup.com. H I T T N E R Group.com. Okay, so we're with Jeff Johnson, uh, mediation. Why don't you give us contact information? It's as well? Jeff Johnson, Jeff at Johnson dash mediation dot com, Jeff at Johnson dash mediation dot com, nine five two four zero one seventy five ninety nine. Nine five two four zero one seventy five ninety nine. If you're thinking of uh, maybe it's time to go your separate ways, probably be the a good first call. Yeah, we right? do a free consultation, so just making sure that it's a right fit for a couple. When we went out to break last time, we were just getting into, Calvin asked a question about support. Who determines child support? If there's going to be spousal maintenance, you know, temporary or permanent, how's all that factored in and who figures that out? So I figure all of that out for the couple, uh, giving them lots of information. So in mediation, it's self-determination. They uh-huh. determine what's going to be fair, what's going to be equitable, but they need to know the information. So I'm running the for child support because there's three main things, okay. assets and liabilities, as they're divided between there that needs to be fairly and equitably divided, and I work th- with them through that process. Okay. That's number the, one. Yep. Number two is the financials, and the financials are twofold. One of it is how are we going to cover the expenses for the kids? That's child support. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, how are we going to cover expenses for the two of you when you're living independently? That is spousal maintenance, if it's going to be needed or not. Mm -hmm. And the third one is a parenting plan. If they have minor kids, how are we going to create a plan for you to co-parent living in two separate homes that's going to be in the best interest of the kids? Those are the three categories. So I help them craft uh, decisions and agreements in each one of those going forward. And so they are giving me a lot of input. I'm giving them a lot of what does the law say? You know, what is going to be in the best interest of the kids? My background is in finance and child psychology. So I'm helping them through kind of decisions based on my knowledge and doing this work all the time. Do you find that, how do you deal with, with when you're going through all that and you've got, you know, both parties have been working so they're both fully gainfully employed. They're educated and all that. Mm-hmm. There may be a, a sizable discrepancy in income. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to work, work, kind of work that out. Yep. And then maybe one of them uh, has a like maybe the one that's making less money has a potential for a huge increase uh, as as time goes on, as as uh, the career path ch- changes and all that stuff. How, how is is this ever revisited or revised, or how do you keep tabs on all that? If you've got a, if you've got kids that are five and six years old and they're going to be on on uh, ne- needing to be taken care of till they reach majority, which is what 18, 18. 18. Yep. So you've got all that time frame. How does that get monitored? Yeah, because the the child support is always modifiable, so that can be always modifiable with changes in circumstances, whether it's a parenting time shift or incomes that change, that can all be redone either by themselves 
or oftentimes I do post-decree. So after the divorce is finalized, they'll come back in. If they can't agree, they'll come back in and work with me on the financials on, here's the changes we had. Mm -hmm. What would it be now? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of on the child support. Spousal maintenance is can either be modifiable or non-modifiable. So if they agree that there's a set amount for a set amount of years, uh, then they can decide whether or not we want to modify that, allow us to modify it if there's a change, or you know what, we don't want to go back and revisit this. We're going to lock it in for this dollar amount for this amount of years, and the finality of being done um, mm-hmm. is there. What's the law, or or is there no law that says you have to pay for this five years, seven years, ten years? There's a rule of thumb. <laughs> Okay. There's a rule of thumb on on spousal maintenance that is half the duration of the marriage. So if you look at you know a, a 20 year marriage, um, it could be 10 years. It can be negotiated then up and down from there. Um, but it's a rule of thumb, not a not a set amount of time based on the length of the marriage. So then. Uh in the in the revisiting, so then if that case where say you had the the spouse that was making less money, so you agreed to I'm going to pick a number there. She gets two thousand dollars, or he gets two thousand dollars a month. Yep. And then all of a sudden his income takes off, and pretty soon that spouse he's making more than the other one. Right. But he's still getting two grand a month. Right. For, I mean, <laughs> right. Well, oftentimes in the in the divorce uh, decree that we have, we also have one of the provisions that would change that or end spousal maintenance that would say if if ex-spouse, the person receiving spousal maintenance, made this amount of money, that is deemed to be full support and they would no longer need spousal maintenance. Okay. What about when uh, if the if one of the other spouses then remarries? If the person paying spousal maintenance remarries, it doesn't impact anything. If the person that's receiving spousal maintenance gets married, spousal maintenance ends. Okay. And that is a statute. Okay. So that so there's an incentive then for that person to not get married. But now they've they've people were gaming the system by living together. Right. But now in the state of Minnesota they've put in a cohabitation uh, provision. Okay. So now if you cohabitate with somebody, spousal maintenance can be revisited or or end as well. Let me ask you about cohabitation because it comes to mind because you have people who have been living together for years and have commingled assets. They've got common interests in this, maybe have children, but they never got married. Mm-hmm. How does that work then if they decide now it's time to go our separate ways? Very similar to a divorce process. Even though that they were not married, we go through kind of div- the division of the assets and liabilities and, and have that conversation with them as well. And uh, if they have kids together, there's child support. How are we going to cover the kids' expenses? Even if they're not married. Even if they're not married. By law. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's because a statute that they, Because what that? they're, what they, you've still got to figure out if you've got kids together, mm-hmm. even though that you weren't married, you know, how are we going to cover there's those an expenses? Obligation, yeah. There's an obligation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. you've been doing this for how many years? Uh, 13 now. Okay. 13 years, hundreds, of, thousands of cases. Thousands of cases. Thousands of cases. Uh, do you have you developed your own uh, style or a template, if you will, or an approach to a circumstance? Are you a member of some kind of an organization that where you share, uh, you know, tips and tricks? Or, or right, <laughs> tell me about that yeah. side of so it. I'm the business to, side, if you will. The business side of it is is keeping up with the bar. So the legal side of it, keep going to 
uh, continuing education classes so that I'm uh, always in the, uh, the, the knowledgeable about the law. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a what's called the AFCC, which is an association of family and conciliatory courts. I uh, belong with that. That is judges, attorneys, uh, mediators, uh, child therapists are all together learning from each other on how do we help these couples and individuals go through this process in a really respectful way. Um, And we take that into the documents that we prepare on the parenting plan and help people. Because I always say I'm trying to work myself out of a job. Yeah. Hmm. And if I can help them so that they can, you know, co-parent together, uh, that's what I want to do. I don't think you have to worry about working yourself out of a job in, in today's culture. But right. what in a, in a uh, what do you call it, a silver divorce or gray divorce? Gray divorce. Okay, so obviously that's different. Yes. No kids Talked involved. About that, yeah. yeah, speak to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so the kids are usually gone at that point. They've they've uh, moved on. But at that point in time, it's looking at kind of the finances on, you know, what kind of income are we going to have mm-hmm. and for what period of time? Because then spousal maintenance would be there. And then... What if uh, they're both retired? But if they're both retired, then we look at the assets and retirement income that's coming in, Social Security. we got to look at all of that to see how is it going to be fair and equitable for both. Hmm. See, for some reason, Keith, I thought there was just a set standard where it just was like, here it is, put it in this thing, it kicks out the end, there's your, there's your number. No, we use tools to be able to do that financial planning software, but there's not a there's not a there's a, not a state statute that says no. it has to be X. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. So, but with kids, is it a percentage of income or how? Or it's that a goes there's to- a what there's a Minnesota uh, child support calculator that everything goes in on incomes, time, and it it gives you guideline support. Then you can deviate from that. You can follow it. Or you can set it aside altogether and come up with your own plan. Hmm. So the, I guess what I'm hearing is, in at least in Minnesota, I don't, is it similar across the country or is Minnesota a lot different? It's a little bit different in Minnesota. Wisconsin's a, a community property state. It's a 50-50 state. It's a little bit different because I do both Wisconsin and Minnesota. So arbitration is the way to go. That should be the first mediation. mediation, I'm sorry. Mediation should be the way to go. That's the first step. Yes. And then you can always hire attorneys to start suing one another. Yes. But first try this. Yes. And take those assets, those resources, those that family pool of wealth that you would initially dole out. Reserve it for the family, right? And so that you've got a little bit more to work with in terms of that going forward. Absolutely, so Jeff Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff at Johnson dash mediation dot com nine five two four zero one seven five nine 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 five two four zero one seven five nine nine. If you're thinking about maybe it's time to move on, I recommend that you give him a call and have at least that first conversation. I have a couple more questions that we'll hit right after the break. Okay, super duper. Get that. Black Shack attack, Black Shack barbecue. Ooh. 